You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Welcome everyone to a not MMA fighting, MMAfighting.com preview show. I am Jose Youngs, the one that never hosts these things, but when it's boxing, I have to host it. And when it's boxing, I have to bring in a few people. New York Rick, you know him from the MMA Hour. He controls all of our social media. And Damon Martin, you've obviously seen his interviews. You've seen, you've watched him on Between the Links. I think you were on the A side maybe once. I don't remember. I that think? was that I was <laughs> that was very that was so long ago. But we are here to talk about not MMA. We are here to talk about the upcoming hyped boxing match between Javante Tank Davis and King Ryan Garcia. Now, Eric, I want to start with you. You are a guy that is on social media. You run of our a lot of our social media sites. A lot of people seem to think this fight was made through social media through various podcasts like this is this generation of boxing you know you go on impulsive's podcast you go on mike hot boxing with mike tyson you go on tiktok and you call these guys out you call people at sometimes you call them in while the other one is on a podcast and you make a fight from the outside looking in as a man who's on social media much more than myself especially on tiktok do you agree with that assessment that this fight was really made through social media to an extent, maybe I'd say more so from the Garcia side because he's obviously the one who's more prominent on social media and, and has the platforms to kind of push for it. Certainly Tank utilizes social media, but I don't think in the way that Ryan does from the content creation and just being a, a personality uh, side of things. But I will say, like, these are two of the best uh, boxers in their weight class, and I think this type of fight was not inevitable just because of the way boxing goes and, and the way that fighters are able to um avoid the toughest fights in their division for a long time um but inevitable in the sense that like they were running out of time to not make this fight that there there's only so many opponents that they're going to be able to um compete against before they have to face each other or another um top ranked fighter in their division so yeah i definitely think social media helped it get along for to a certain extent um but i do think the the work that they've done in the ring is why we're here and why we're ha we have this massive opportunity and Damon, before we started recording this, you and I were talking about how you went back and watched a lot of footage on Ryan and Tank to prepare for this exact preview show. And you weren't 100% sold on Ryan Garcia as a viable opponent, per se. And we'll get to predictions and, and breaking down the fights and X's and O's later on. But we both agree that he might not be the highest ranked opponent in terms of rankings, whatever that means in the boxing world's meritocracy. But this fight does make sense in your mind from when it is happening right now, correct? It does. It does. Because when you look at where they're actually ranked near each other, most you know, most rankings out there, they're right near each other. Uh, while I do think that Ryan hasn't fought the same level of competition as Tank Davis, um, rankings-wise, they are there. I mean, they're both undefeated, tons of knockouts. Uh, Ryan is, I want to say, 24, and Tank is 27, 28. So, I mean, they're you know, relatively close in age. Um, only a couple of people ranked ahead of them. Of course, we know that fight is coming up. Uh, May 20th, I believe, Devin Haney and uh, Vasilo Machinko. So that makes a lot of sense. So, yeah, this is kind of like almost like a, a four-man tournament in a way in terms of where boxing should go in this division. So uh makes a lot of sense, both young. And this is honestly, this is what Ryan Garcia needs because I think Ryan is a lot of hype, but people still aren't totally sold on the reality of him yet. Like he hasn't fought that competition yet. So you're kind of not sure who he is. I think we all know who Tank Davis is. I think we all know what kind of fighter he is. We all know the talent he has. Um, Tank hasn't exactly fought a murderer's row, but he's definitely fought better competition. And so I think this is exactly the kind of fight Ryan Garcia needs. If he can win this, then all the hype, all the attention around him 
is kind of proven true. On the flip side, if he loses, then all the people, maybe myself included, will say, well, see, he wasn't quite, he wasn't quite as good as maybe people made him out to be. Eric, going off of that, how legit is Ryan Garcia as a viable opponent for Tank Davis? I, I think super legit. I definitely think of the two, there's more questions about Ryan, right? I think, uh, to Damon's point, like, Tank has been there uh, against names that we know and, and um, opponents that we think um, are able to push and, and test him, and he, he comes out the other side of it successfully. Um, I think there's more questions about Ryan, no doubt, but I think from a physical gift perspective, obviously the hand speed, like everybody talks about the hand speed when you talk about Ryan Garcia, but from a, and but also the size and, and the physical gifts that he has, um, I think there's a real opportunity for, for him to pose some problems for Tank. So while the resumes are, are different and the paths there are different, um, I think this is a great fight. Uh, I think I probably have it a little bit closer in my mind than, than some do. I've seen a lot of um, talk about Tank uh, kind of like steamrolling him. I'm not so sure it goes that way. We can get to the breakdown later. But I do think Ryan Garcia poses some potential problems, and, and it starts with um, the physical gifts that he has. And before we get into the X's and O's and everything, Dom, and ask both of you guys this question. Damon, I'll start with you. Where does this rank in terms of maybe the last 20 years of boxing? Obviously, I think Mayweather-Pacquiao is kind of the pinnacle of hype surrounding a boxing match. Obviously, Mayweather-McGregor is up there. Fury, Wild, Fury Wilders way up there. But where does this rank in terms of the last 20 years of, of attention and kind of the sporting world's attention on a boxing match? I'll, Damon, I'll start with you. It's hard to say because this feels like a big fight, but it also feels like um, these guys are still a little unproven. You know, it doesn't like I don't feel like we're stepping into like even Mayweather De La Hoya because at that point, mm. everyone knew who De La Hoya was. Everyone knew who Floyd was. And it was like this collision of amazing, awesome, top ranked guys. I feel like Tank Davis has kind of been there a little bit more. He's he's headline pay-per-views. He's been there in these big fights. Ryan Garcia is kind of like the next guy. Like he's kind of like the next big thing. So I, I would, I'd be hard pressed to say it ranks among the biggest fights of the last 20 years, because I just think we still don't quite know who these guys are and what they're going to become. I think this fight is that graduation for the winner. The winner goes on and we're talking about those big headline main event kind of fights that the people are going to tune in and know exactly what we can expect like when we saw Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder, like we saw with Mayweather and De La Hoya or Mayweather Pacquiao. I feel like this is that next step for the winner of this fight. So I don't think we're quite there yet with this matchup, although it is a very big fight. But I feel like we're still talking about two guys who are good. We're not quite sure they're great. I think that kind of, it lowers a little bit, even though this is, this is definitely a big fight. Don't make any mistake about it. But we're still trying to figure out a little bit who these guys are and I don't think we had those same questions about some of these other big, massive fights, uh, like you mentioned. So again, big fight. I wouldn't go as far as calling it like you know all-time kind of you know status fights. Eric, same question for you. Our own Casey Lydon is on site, and he's saying that this has a Mayweather-type feel. To the build around it, like Vegas, shuts it down for this fight. So where does this rank in your mind over the last twenty years of build-up to a fight? Yeah, I, I completely agree with Damon's assessment that it feels like we're getting it on the early side. But what I find typically happens is bo in boxing is we either don't get it or we get it on the mm -hmm. late side, right? We don't usually get the guys in their primes. So I'm open to the idea that, yeah, maybe we're getting this fight a little bit earlier. Maybe we're getting this before they really carved out um, the, the everlasting kind of legacies that, that they may uh, be able to do. 
but I'm all for getting it early as opposed to not getting it at all. And once they hit their primes, like the way that boxers avoid each other um, frustrates me to no end. <laughs> and um, I, I would rather get it and have it be a little bit early than not get it at all. Um, but I will I completely agree with Damon's assessment here. That That is what we're getting. We're getting this before they're, they're fully, fully established as uh, the, the next uh, superstars. As far as the like feel of the fight, it definitely like the buzz for it, at least in my circles, feels big. It feels like people are paying attention to this fight. Everybody's talking about this fight in a way that I typically only get uh, my friend group and other people talking to me about MMA and talking to me about UFC. This has crossed over as as a combat sports event. And I and I, you know, Casey obviously can speak better to to it than I can about how it's feeling on the ground. But this feels like a big fight to me. This feels like a big fight. Yeah, it's I funny th- you say it, it's funny you say that, Eric, about the the too too early or too late. I was watching an interview last night with Devin Haney, and he was I was looking for a prediction, seeing what mm-hmm. boxers thought. And Devin Haney's getting ready to fight Vassal Lomachenko, and he suddenly he's like, everyone's telling me that now I'm fighting Vassal past his prime. He's 35, and he's not the same guy. And I I, I disagree. I think Lomachenko's still a monster, but mm-hmm. even he's hearing that narrative, like he's fighting Lomachenko. At a, at a later date like if this would happen two three years ago it would have been bigger and so you're absolutely right like i'd rather get it now than not get it at all because that's the one plague of boxing is that exactly what you're saying we either don't get it at all or we get it too late and even though i disagree that lomachenko has somehow passed his prime uh that's already the narrative being built into his fight with devin haney in, Mar- in, in may is that haney's not fighting the same vessel lomachenko as three years ago yep yeah and you guys can push back on me on this if you want i feel like we've lost a lot of Vasil lomachenko's peak talent because of the pandemic and injuries and everything especially after that tfimo lopez thing because at one point in time he was the most talented boxer in the world um i am not a hundred percent sold on ryan garcia i think if you take everyone in this weight class the 135 weight class you get take haney lomachenko tank shakur stevenson for sure cambosis to an extent if lopez drops down I rank Ryan. If you put them all in a tournament, I think Ryan Garcia comes out at the bottom. But at the same time, more people will watch Ryan Garcia fight than any of the other people I I named. Probably outside, maybe maybe Tank Davis with the the Mayweather connection and Devin Haney is probably coming out on top in that tournament. So Tank Davis, you can't really count out, but. I like this fight happening right now because Ryan Garcia has never been more popular. Tank Davis needs a dance partner, like we all say. All eyeballs are on this fight. We'll get into the X's and O's now. If you have three questions leading into this fight, Eric, what are the three? You can go with either man. I have a few. Damon will come to you. But if you have three questions leading into this fight in terms of the actual fight, what are they? Uh, What's Ryan Garcia made of? Right, like he's he's faced adversity before, but I think in this fight he's going to face his his most adversity. I think um, Tank is just such a complete fighter and has power. Uh, like we don't even need to talk about the power. Everybody, when you talk mm-hmm. about Tank Davis, everybody knows the power's there. That's the most obvious thing. Um, but I don't think he gets enough credit for his ring craft. He's just a really oh, like, complete sure. boxer. Um, defensively, in terms of his of his movement, um, I'm a big fan of Tank Davis. I like his style. I, 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 there's no doubt you can kind of see the Mayweather influence as well, but he takes it in a different direction. Um, but I love the way Tank Davis fights. Ryan Garcia is an all-action guy, body work, uh, long combos to the head. He's he's somebody who is exciting to watch, but we're going to see can that excitement kind of translate over. So, like, what's Ryan Garcia made of when he when he gets tested? Um, is is uh, Tank Davis going to be able to find the shot? Because there is a world, I think, and you know, 
it may, it may not be feasible, but I do think there is an outcome, even if it's not the most likely, where Ryan Garcia can stay on the outside and be able to use his length and fight a competent boxing um, fight without putting himself in much risk. Um, Tank Davis is not the type to kind of let himself be on the on the back foot um, like that and will likely be able to close the distance and find something. But there is a world where those kind of physical advantages come into play. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious, can Tank find it? He's been able to find it in later rounds. And then where, what does this do on pay-per-view? Like the, the, the sure. magnitude of this fight, I think, is very important for boxing. Um, because it will sh- it will potentially be able to show like you don't have to be Tyson Fury and you don't have to be the heavyweight division um, to create great fights. And I would hope that that incentivizes guys like uh, Errol Spence and Terence Crawford to fight each other and see that there can be money to be made that they're leaving on the table. Um, so I think this is this is a very important fight for boxing to to um, highlight a division that's not just the the glamour heavyweight uh, division, which at the moment like I really think that there's a lot more talent. Um, in in the weight classes around this weight, um, and I would like to see more fights like this made, and and it be a viable pay per view product. So those are the three kind of things that I'm thinking about. Same question for you, Damon. Leading into this fight, what are three questions you have for both men? I would say I have far more questions for Ryan Garcia than I do Tank Davis. So I'll kind of give you my one question on Tank <laughs> Davis. Question on him is how can he how how he starts this fight because tank has kind of been a notoriously slow starter he kind of picks up as the round goes on now i will credit him his adaptability is probably one of his best weapons and i think a lot of those early rounds uh is him downloading information about an opponent and then he uses it against them in round six seven eight nine kind of like that but uh he gives away rounds sometimes and i think that's a dangerous game to play at the top level so i feel like we need to see can he win early rounds can he take it to ryan garcia before the fourth or fifth round and not let Ryan Garcia stick around. For Ryan Garcia, again, far more questions. I think my biggest one is, um, has he worked on his defense? Because his defense has been probably his biggest liability. Uh, he, he has He's a bit flat-footed. For as fast as he is, Ryan Garcia is rather flat-footed offensively, and he holds his chin up real high. Uh, he's got a three-inch reach advantage. He'll have a pretty sizable uh, height advantage. I think he's 5'10", and Tank is like 5'6", so he'll have a pretty significant height advantage and a three-inch reach advantage. Um, but he leaves his ch- his chin out there real high, and he, I mean, that is a recipe for disaster against a guy like Tank Davis. Has his defense improved uh, over the last couple of years from what we saw? Uh, you know, him getting a knockdown in one fight, and then and then you know, can he improve that? And then I think the biggest question. I know it's such a you know broad question, but is Ryan Garcia for real? I mean, if I'm being honest, like, he hasn't really fought great competition, uh, and he hasn't really been proven. Do I think Ryan Garcia is good? Sure, he's absolutely good, but do we know if he's great? As I said earlier, we don't know. We just There's a lot of questions about that, and this is the one that's going to answer it. You know, how good is he? If he can go out there and beat Tank Davis, I'll shut up. I'll stop saying I have questions about Ryan Garcia if he can go out there and pull this one off, but going into this fight, uh, I know who Tank Davis is. I have a good idea what he's going to go out there and do, and I have a good idea how he's going to perform every time he steps in there. I can't say that about Ryan Garcia, especially at this level. So my biggest question is that, like, is this guy for real? Yeah, I'm on record saying if Ryan Garcia beats Tank Davis, he becomes the face of boxing, especially in this new generation where social media and viral clips matter i think tank davis has a lot of things happening on his outside life that might draw a lot of attention away from his craftsmanship in the ring but i'm glad you brought up his adaptability damon because obviously everyone watched his last fight when he melted who did was it barrios 
that he last yeah. fought? I can't win. Was it Mayweather that walked up to him that was like, you're losing this fight between rounds? And he was like, what are you talking about? And then kind of pushed back and then went in there and melted Barrios. <laughs> so his fight IQ was, I think, a vastly underrated thing. The, I think the big issue with Tank Davis is he hits really hard. He's obviously a slow starter, but he, you know, he has that for that size of weight class, he can really damage you. And you can block a lot of Tank Davis punches, but eventually that's going to hurt your arms. That's kind of like the Canelo style where he whittles your arms down to find an opening. But when he punches, if you watch his looping punches that knock a lot of people out, especially his uppercut, there are moments where both of his feet are off the ground. Like he lunges at these punches. Can't do that against Ryan Garcia. You'll eat about seven, eight punches. Now, Ryan Garcia, as Damon said, leaves his chin up real high and he has a lot of looping punches. You can even see it when he's hitting like his his viral speed work. It's all low and it's all high. And then his midsection is just there for the taking. You can't do that against uh, Tank Davis. But that left hook that Ryan Garcia has where he'll like jab and then pop and then hits you in the ribs. And all of a sudden you have broken ribs. And then when he does it again and you block your ribs, it will pop, pop, and then just turn your lights out. Don't know if well, he can do that against Tank Davis. It's interesting because Ryan Garcia's best weapons is left, and this is mm-hmm. Southpaw versus Orthodox, which is mm-hmm. interesting. You know, South, you know, uh, Tanks of Southpaw, Garcia's Orthodox, and I think that's in- that's an interesting element, and that's one I am curious about because that's that perfect matchup of both sides having an open side to to damage, and and Ryan's best punch is his left jab, and then leading into his left hook. Now, I will say, Tank Davis has one of the best counters to a jab in boxing. Mm, his counters 100%. to jabs. Going to the body, going up to the head over a fight, are it's unbelievable. You go watch foot, footage of him adapting. Watch the Leo Santa Cruz fight. The way that Leo had a reach advantage on him, and early on he was kind of tagging him with that jab, popping him with that jab. Later in the fight, Tank started adapting, ducking under and moving and parrying away, and he just started blasting Leo Santa Cruz. Ryan Garcia has less weapons than Tank Davis does, and if he can't land that left jab and lead with that left hook. It could be a really, really bad night for Ryan Garcia, and he needs to pour it on early because he needs to get Tank Davis questioning himself going into that fourth or fifth round. Because if he hasn't done that, if he's eked out a couple of rounds, but he hasn't really hurt Tank or really done damage, he's gonna, he might be in for some serious harm after that because if he can't establish that left hand early, Tank will eat him alive late. Both corners are both great too. Both both corners will keep it real. With they're not the guys that'll be like, oh, great job, champ. Like, like we saw Tank's corners, like we saw Ryan corners. They are very much like you. You are losing, and you need to pick it up. So I don't. The narrative that either man is overlooking the other one, I'm. I do not buy into that. I don't believe their teams will allow that to happen. They are both very well prepared. I think the winner is going to win fair and square. So Eric, I'll start with you. How do you see this fight playing out, and who do you see having their hand raised at the end? Yeah, ultimately, you know, I've, as I said, I, I, I think this fight is closer than most would appear, uh, than most would kind of um, present. I, 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 to make an MMA comparison, I think Ryan Garcia reminds me a little bit of Sean O'Malley in the sense that he's on the way up. We haven't seen the complete package. We've seen kind of limited um, bursts of it. Offense is obviously there. Defense a little bit left to be desired. But when people try to fill in the holes on Garcia, they kind of assume the worst, right? Whatever they don't know, they kind of assume is is lacking or or they assume the development is not there. And I'm a little more willing to think that he's going to continue to improve. He's only 24, I believe. Um, 
and and I think he'll be able to, sh- to shore up some of these holes. I think we will probably see an improved and and better Ryan Garcia, probably the best we've seen. That said, ultimately, I do just think stylistically this this has to favor Tank, especially the the longer it goes. If he if to Damon's point, if if Ryan Garcia is not able to make him respect them early, it's probably going to be one way traffic and. Uh, Tank has just proven in the later rounds he's still carrying that insane knockout power. Um, six through twelve somewhere, I would expect um, Tank to get a knockout. But I also do think, and and I just want to say it, I really do think that there is a is an opportunity for Ryan Garcia here. I really think in those early rounds, um, I think he has an opportunity to to surprise uh, Tank with some speed and and be able to land something that will get him that respect. Um, so I don't think this is one-way traffic, um, as a lot of people do. I do think Ryan Garcia is going to be a little more competitive than most expect. But ultimately, I do just stylistically, I have to I have to side with Tank unless we see something out of Garcia that we haven't seen before. Same question for you, Damon. How do you see this fight playing out, and who do you see having her hand raise at the end? You know, I think, as I said earlier, I think Ryan Garcia has to come out and set a tone right away. He cannot allow Tank Davis to get comfortable in there because the longer the fight goes, the more it favors Tank Davis. Ryan has to has to establish himself early, and he needs to find a way to try to hurt Tank Davis in those first couple, three rounds. If he can't do that, and, and I tend to believe he can't because I still believe Tank Davis is ultimately the superior fighter and 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 even when he has a slow start he still really doesn't take a ton of damage he's still very good defensively to even where you know tank davis's biggest problem early is output it's not that he's getting tagged and beat up and he just depends on the knockout it's his offense he just doesn't throw a lot of punches in those early rounds and it kind of comes back to haunt him because he gives away two three four rounds and if it goes to a decision it gets kind of dicey but uh so that's really Tank's problem. It's not defensive problems. It's not defensive errors where he's getting tagged up and then he comes back and scores a knockout. He just doesn't have a lot of output. So Ryan Garcia has absolutely got to try to take advantage of that early. If he can't do that, it's going to be a bad night at the office. And I just think ultimately Tank Davis, the power, uh, the adaptability, uh, he's just the better boxer. I just think he's the better boxer. And I think when you go into that sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth round, you're dealing with a Tank Davis who knows he could put anybody down in this division with one punch. Uh, he's nasty to the body, nasty to the head. His defense is great. And as I keep saying over and over and over again, he evolves as the fight moves forward. That's a that's such a rare treat to watch in, in combat sports in general as a guy who just gets better as the fight goes on and learns about his opponent, downloads the information, and uses it against him. And I just have a hard time, hard time believing Ryan Garcia could do the same thing. I think Ryan Garcia has a style and he's going to stick to it. Whereas tank can kind of become a different guy later in the fight. So I see tank maybe dropping a couple of rounds early, but I think by the sixth, seventh, eighth round, he's going to start damaging Ryan Garcia. And again, unless Ryan Garcia has fixed his chin problem where he doesn't just (laughs) wag it out there in front of him, uh, he's going to get tagged. He stands, he stands flat footed when he throws his punches a lot of times. And that is just, you are just begging for that left hand, right hand to come in for Tank Davis and just knock your knock your head off when you stand flat footed like that. So I think by the ninth, eighth, ninth, tenth round, we're gonna see uh, Tank hurt him and put him down. I'm predicting Tank Davis with a knockout. Yeah, I've said when this fight was announced, Tank Davis eighth round TKO. But I'm also on record saying that this Ryan Garcia may lose. He, I think all of us are picking obviously Tank to win, but. Ryan's going to prove a lot of people wrong, probably including me. 
Um, I've never really been sold on him as a future, like, you know, multi-champion. I don't ever picture him having all the belts around his waist or around his arms, but I think he's going to prove a lot of people wrong. And he's still probably the biggest draw in this weight class. Like more people are interested in Ryan Garcia than any, like I said, probably of the, of the big names lower in terms of boxing skill, but the highest in terms of interest. Uh, have you guys looked at the odds at all? Either of you? I haven't yeah, actually. I've seen it. I so, so I'll, I'll toss these out to you. You guys can agree or disagree before we call it a wrap. Javante Davis by TKO is currently the highest betting favorite at minus 140. Makes sense. Jav- Tank- Javante Davis by points plus 500. Ryan Garcia by TKO plus 300. Ryan Garcia by points plus 800 and then a draw, which is always possible in boxing, plus 1600. Do you agree with those odds? It makes sense to me. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, I think, you know, we all three picked uh, Davis to finish it and late. Um, I think that's conventional wisdom. Um, I don't hate Davis by decision either. Like, I think there's a world where Ryan Garcia doesn't melt as easily as everybody's expecting him to. Um, maybe maybe it gets rough and, and gets dicey for him, but we've seen him hurt before, and he's come, he's come back from that. So um, I don't hate that, but, yeah, I, I think it's obvious the likeliest outcome is, is a Trevante Davis finish here. Yeah, I think the odds are. I think the odds are pretty on point. I mean, uh, I think, I think, I think uh, Garcia by knockout maybe. I know, I know Garcia's got a lot of knockouts on his record, but he's also never fought anyone with the defensive skills of Tank Davis. So I think him by knockouts probably a little wider of a margin than those odds. I think that I think if, if I think if Ryan Garcia wins this, it's probably going to be a decision. I don't really see him hurting or, or knocking out because we just again I think defensively Tank Davis is just a better fighter in that regard. But be honest. Let's be honest about this. We talked about Ryan Garcia as the star. Ryan Garcia as the name. If Ryan Garcia can somehow pull this off, and again, I think it's a, I think it would be a massive upset if he does. I'm just being honest. Like I'm not sold on Ryan Garcia, and I'll fully, I'll fully eat crow if he if he pulls it off. But if he does pull it off, can you imagine if Devin Haney goes out and beats Vasil Lomachenko? The size and the magnitude of oh. Devin Haney and Ryan Garcia, like that would now. There's your Mayweather. There's your Mayweather De La Hoya Mayweather. Like. Because I think Devin Haney's unbelievable. I think he's like, the I think best. he's the best in the world. And uh, you know, again, I'm not saying Ryan Garcia is, but if he could pull off the upset, could you imagine the magnitude of a fight like that? I mean, I think that'd be massive. But wouldn't Loma versus Ryan yeah. Garcia also be massive? Like, mm-hmm. I think there's there's almost no bad option there. If Ryan well, Garcia yeah, I mean, can do it, there's there's no bad options. Like he's he's gonna be in for a huge beta. Yeah, if, absolutely. If Devin Haney wins and Ryan wins. If Ryan wins, they'll probably do the rematch. If Lomachenko wins, they'll do the Haney rematch, neither of which I would be upset. But if we live in a yep. world where Ryan Garcia and Devin Haney are both undefeated, because they fought in the amateurs, I'm sure there's footage of that out there. And they like use five that. times. They, yeah, they a like ton. Five times the amateur. A yeah. ton. <sighs> that could sell out Allegiant probably, Haney and Ryan Garcia, because they're just so popular. Both good looking guys, both hyper talented. I don't think it'll. Well, Ryan Garcia is Hispanic. He could sell out. Maybe, maybe Cowboy Stadium, maybe SoFi, but Legion for sure. Um, but we're all on the Tank Davis train. I think the Luke Campbell, I think the Luke Campbell win over Ryan Garcia definitely shocked me. I thought Luke Campbell was going to have his way with Ryan. The fact that Ryan got knocked down, popped back up, and still won. I'm still not 100% sold, but again, this fight makes sense against Tank Davis. I'm picking Tank. Eric's picking Tank. Damon's picking Tank. Maybe... The next time we talk, we're all like, wow, we were all real dumb. 
but I don't think that I don't think that will be the case. But for Jose, that's New York Rick, that's Damon Martin. You can stick around this this YouTube page for your Bellator UFC, and of course, the I, I'm on record saying the second best 135 pound fight of the weekend between Tank Davis and Ryan Garcia, Rofion Stotts, and Patrick Mix take the cake for the best 135 pound fight this weekend. But until we see you on the MMA Hour on Monday, we're out.